Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. We're going to tell you who our favorite players are to watch and it's not a quarterback. Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. Uh, Utah BYU coming up very soon. He's a BYU. I'm a Utah. Dang right. And uh, I, can't be- I can't believe that you can't understand that the best position to watch on a football field is the quarterback. How could you not want to watch the quarterback? Well, I, I like watching him with just a little bit of vomit in my mouth. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Just kind of like something I just tells me that there's, there's, something tells me a, there's a little bit of vomit in your mouth all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. Just a little... <laughs> just a little bit? Just a little insight just there from tells the anger, me that there's just something, from the anger. Yeah, something yeah. brewing in Jason Buck all the time. Yeah. Okay, but you have to... Okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to go... You're going to talk about your favorite BYU player... To, to watch, the one you want to watch the most on BYU's football team. And I'm going to tell you my the one I really want to watch the most on BYU's football team. And then we're going to go to Utah. So we'll start in this first segment. You tell me who your favorite BYU player is to watch and why. Okay. From too many CTE concussions, I'm brain locking the tight end. Bushman. Bushman. Gosh, I'm sitting there going. I'm sitting there reaching in there Hang deep, and I couldn't just pull minute. it out. Okay, please explain. <laughs> why have Are CTE? you capable of or explaining? Why, or, why CTE or, or, or why it's if Bushman? You, if you, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Either one. No, you know what? Honestly, uh, Bushman, I, I, I like him. I mean, I think he has NFL potential. He stood out to me. I noticed him right when he first came in, you know, the last couple of years. I didn't, especially two years ago, I didn't think they were using him enough. And I've been wanting BYU to become a tight end orientated offense forever. And they actually got rid of tight ends, you know, for a while there with an eye, which, which was blew me away because BYU can recruit great tight ends, right? Well, Morono, Moroni Lelu Pututau, what about him? Wow. You you practiced that name for a long time. You you're so proud when you looked at me and just said that. Yeah, because I could not pull. <laughs> I could not do that one. Because you know, he, he's now eligible, and they yeah. really liked him. They liked him both as a blocker and a and and he's eligible. Yeah. So you like Bushman? I, and yeah. I've always liked Bushman. I think he's I, talent. I, man, he just popped. You know how you just look at somebody. They don't like, like his like, blocking though. Yeah. You look at yeah. So um, I'm still. And I, so, I mean, if they could have two tight ends like they did on that uh, Cotton Bowl team they had with um, um, Chad Lewis and uh, a Tula Mealy, 
right? Is that the, the, well, I don't know. Played for the Seahawks for like I 10 never, years. I never paid attention to BYU like back I, then. I was trying to pull out my pronunciation of a beautiful Polynesian name there, Mili. too. That's a yeah, good one. That was, that was not as tough as yours. But no, they had where they have two rock tight ends. I would be super excited because I think if BYU has a offense that can really execute with a great tight end game, they're in they're in the hunt to do some good things. So you think it's the tight end? That's who you want to watch above any on yeah. the offensive side. No, I'm talking about the whole team. Oh no, no, I know. So no. over over the whole entire. I mean, I, I, I'm going to watch him because he was the hey. standout to me. I don't have a good – I haven't found – you know, last year was talkie-talkie on defense. So you just haven't found a good defensive player. Yeah. I, I love watching the line of scrimmage. If you ask me, I love to watch the line of scrimmage, so and I love to watch defense. The reason you, I would love okay. to see a zero shutout game. I think that would be like the one reason, of the coolest games ever. The reason you picked Bushman yeah. is because you just couldn't pick the quarterback. No. You, you just couldn't I love give, Zach Wilson. You couldn't give me the satisfaction of, of picking the quarterback. No. So let's just let, let me just help you out because you gloat. You, if, you, if people could, if we had like a live cam, if you'd I, see if, you'd see Scott gloat. <laughs> if if I if I didn't gloat, would you pick Zach Wilson? Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really I am a big Zach Wilson fan, no doubt. I, I think the kid has got fantastic potential, and I think the team's success really rides on him. And it did last year. I mean, he got it, him, he got him for sure two wins last year. They wouldn't have had without him. It looks like they're going to have good running backs. Tight ends are good. Don't know about the receivers offensively. The offensive line, probably the b- best, most solid part of the team going into the season. Yeah, that's their which, that's their strength. Which sometimes you know what that means. That's the kiss of death, right? It's just like that's what's great about football is you just don't know what's going to happen. You go in having these anticipations, right. these expectations, and they don't pan out the way you expect sometimes. And sometimes they do. I'm not saying it's all the time. So who's your BYU but my, guy? Well, it's not even it, it's not even a, that's what that's my whole point is you have all these situ you know you have all the lines going to be good the running yeah. backs the tight ends yeah tight ends but are gonna the be guy that the guy that's going to make everything happen is Zach Wilson and where and what I'm curious about we saw what he could do in the last half of a season as a freshman true freshman against okay teams right so we haven't seen him. Against really good teams. Now, yes, he played Utah and played well in that game, but it was a Utah team uninspired, not playing everyone, not really in the game. And I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm just saying that's how that Utah team was because I watched him all year, right? And they just they were uninspired. They did not want to play that game. They were playing. They were already playing in the Pac-12 championship game. And I can guarantee you they did. They were not interested in playing that football game. No, they weren't. So, but and it's not just that. it's not just Utah this year that Zach Wilson is going to go to Tennessee, which is crazy. It's one of the greatest atmospheres in all of college football. He's going to play USC, one of the traditional powers of college football all time. I mean, it, it is one of the greatest storied. But they're down. Yeah, but they bit. always have talent. Always yeah. have yeah. talent. And and you just don't know what's going to happen at USC this year. They they could be lights out phenomenal. You just don't know. And then they're going to play Washington, who has a great coach, who's great established coach. a top ten program in the I'm country a big at Peterson Washington. Fan. Yeah, and so that to me is fascinating. How is Zach Wilson going to handle all of that? That's a lot. That's a, That's lot, a lot for anybody. It's a lot. And I think I think you're going to get a feel for what BYU football is like for the next three or four years. Based on how Zach Wilson handles all this, and if he handles it well, BYU has an opportunity to be a really good football team in the coming years. 
because I've always said he could be that kind of talent where he can win games against teams that have better talent overall just because he's kind of that player. I agree with that. He's that kind of a player, but he needs the supporting cast around him, right? Sure. I mean, he can't just do it all on his, on his own talent. Because I really think he's that kind of a player. He, he belongs in there against UC, USC and Washington and Tennessee. and he, he's, he's, I think he's a special kid. But he needs that offensive line to really step up and play at that level as well because he's not going to be able to survive with, without that. But the offensive line, the tight ends do a great job. It's going to open up the game where he can, you know, take that pressure off the receivers, start making plays out there, scramble a little bit, make the plays that he can make. But he's going to have to have that offensive line really play well. But he'll make them better. He'll make the wide receivers he'll make them all better better. because he's a guy that can put the ball in the right place at the right time. And you know, that was one threat, the, and and he you know, can he extend. Well. He can extend plays. Extend so plays. that's why you. That's a that's a player that can win games with against a team that's actually better than they are. All right, uh, so we're going to take a break. We can come back. We're going to talk about what is your Utah player that you want to watch above anyone else this year, and why. It's not a quarterback. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck, getting closer and closer to BYU versus Utah in Provo at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Going to be an exciting game, first game of the year for both these teams. Never happened before in this rivalry, which goes on for over 100 years. Utah's winning in the overall, if you... We're curious, Jason. I don't know if if that mattered to you or if you were just wondering. Well, I knew prior to, like, 1967, BYU didn't win very many games. Yeah, it's kind of, until yeah. it all flipped right there. There's kind of this little blip. It was like this the Lavelle Edwards blip, and but yeah. other than that, it's kind of yeah, been Utah's own. Virtual Carter and those guys came in in '67. Kirk Belcher, a bunch of studs, and they they won they won it all, beating uh, Arizona and Arizona State and stuff. Had a great team, and then uh, and then Lavelle came in and built built the era. But before that, there wasn't a lot of I don't think there was a lot of football wins. It was it was a bit of a tough tough yeah tough sixty years or whatever it was okay uh, so we're gonna go to Utah now and we're gonna talk about who is the player that Jason Buck wants to watch the most from the University of Utah (laughs) and according to Jason it's not a quarterback Anai oh shocker 
Where, where does he play? Defensive end? Defensive end. Yeah. Just highly so, okay. touted and so, deserves it. And So why? You know what? I love the defensive side of the ball. I love watching the line of scrimmage. I mean, the, I hope you would. Seriously. Because... Like, I hope you go, you know, defense stinks. I don't even know why I ever played defense. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I'd much rather been an offensive guy. Yeah. Would that be funny? No. I, the, the, just the art of the defense and the art of the warfare in the offensive line. I really wish, Scott, that you get a split screen on the TV and one side of the screen just completely focus on the box, you know, tackle to tackle. Right. In that warfare, the hand warfare, this is literally you know martial arts between the O line and the D line, and get you know them trying to hold and get extension and all the hand moves and the you know extension and leverage and all those things and the games you play, and so and a well a great defensive game plan is really exciting to me. Somebody that shuts a team out with a great offensive staff and great talent. I mean, it's it's amazing to see a defense play so well that they could actually shut a team out. And hold them to zero, and uh, so I can I can get as pumped on a game with zero points as I can on a a thriller with fifty two to fifty. Yeah, zero points is like why even play? Well, I mean, you might because as, that, you might as well be playing be so awesome. Nah, to you, might as, you might as well be playing soccer. Serious. Perfect discipline. Just, perfect let's go angles. play. Let's go play soccer because great hitting one to zero. That's no, exciting. See, that's why you got to just get oh, into that, Scott. No. It's, Great hitting, great angles, great position, great an answer to everything the offense has. And there's a guy back there like Scott Mitchell pulling his hair out, screaming and yelling at the guys for not doing their job because nothing get executed right, but it's really great defense. But with that, Anai, I'm excited to see a defensive line get after it. I want to see you know, hits on a quarterback and pressure and, and great defensive line play. I think uh, it's, it, it dominates the game. It, it changes the momentum of the game, and if if they get pressure on the QB, and Anai does a great job, it's going to be hard for BYU to get anything done, yeah, or it, anybody else. No, this will be fun to watch, and Anai will be a fun player, and uh, he's certainly he's graded well from uh, the scouts' perspective. He's the highest graded defensive lineman in the Pac-12 through the NFL, and I hope he lives up to that. Right, and, and so it'd be, it'd be no, fun so to see him have a great right, year. So you, you're curious to see if that's if that's legitimate or not. Um, for me, I'm going to surprise everyone here a little bit, and I I think I think one of the most fascinating things that happened was Julian Blackman was a cor- corner, and it started at corner for two years, and now he's been moved to safety for his final year, and that to me I- I'm fascinated to see is that going to be what kind of change in impact That's a fascinating move. A lot of the reports out of Utah's camp is that he's been he's he's been lights out. He's been amazing in in that position as as a safety. People don't realize that's a pretty significant it's a move. Huge, to, a huge change, right? Yeah. To go from corner to safety. Yeah, and, it's, it is. And so I I'm just I'm really curious to see what kind of impact that has on this defense cuz a lot of people are saying this defense is better than last year, which was a, which was a pretty good defense and and that secondary is certainly going to be a key part of it. And those safeties, who I thought were really good for Utah last year, uh, it'll it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to just see how how he makes that adjustment. I, I believe all these other players, the ones who have had the interest, Zach Moss, Tyler Huntley, uh, Bradley, and I, I, I think they're going to play well. I just do, and I want to see if some of these other players who need to play well in order for Utah to do to have a good season, and, and I think Julian Blackman's one of those players. 
So that's that's my yeah, pick. I like that pick. You know what? And brother, they're both on the defensive side of the ball. I know. Listen I to this, everybody. And I, two defensive picks. So this just shows you. I that, like it. That my analysis of things is is not biased, right? I'm I'm looking at because okay, my Bushman I, pick was a little biased. I I you're ma- I'm feeling guilty right now. I wasn't trying to say you shouldn't feel guilty or not. I, it's I, your, it's I, your I, pick. I did get caught up emotionally. You have to live with I, yourself. I, I get tired of Scott gloating. You have, I, I went right. there just a little bit, but I I, I love Bushman. Well, you went there a lot of bit. Let's face it. <laughs> but I love Bushman, and, and and Zach Wilson is the guy. All right, this this will be a fun fun game to watch coming up soon. It'll be a so, great game. Yeah, this round of rivals is over. It's over. He's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. Uh, we're powered by KSLSports.com. You can find us on Facebook at the, the Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. Till then, catch you soon.